This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I want to go back to the white savior deal. Can we ever help somebody out again without being judged for being helpful? That is a disgusting point. Well, we don't know. <laughs> again, I think that this will, how, however it shakes out, this will prove whether they leaned into the white savior situation. Because, listen, if, if they were just, like, cashing in on, like, hey, we can sit here and we can, like, ride this all the way to the NFL with him, that's a problem. And then sell the story to mm-hmm. you know, Hollywood, that's a problem. So the white family, what was their name? The Chewies. See, that's what I was asking earlier because I said, oh, never mind. I, yeah, that, I think we misunderstood one another because I thought it was a white family that adopted him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It right. is. So uh, whatever. It's, yeah. When you when you said honky, I yeah. think uh, Kristen thought you meant poor, but I think the rest of us knew you meant white. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so you didn't know I meant <laughs> white people. Yeah. I won't use the word honky again then. It's my favorite word in the world. Yeah, though. let's go with cracker. I think cracker is good. Is, that's a, across the board. We all understand. But make Except, sure you say it with an A at the end. Yes. Yeah, but the problem with that is you're talking about whipping slaves. So that I'm not using cracker. Ain't happening. That's where that. that Maybe no, just say from. white people. I just, the whip. I just yeah, thought, that seems a great option. I literally thought it came from Hot saltine, Asian? like a saltine. No, like, hey, because saltines are super white and stale and salty, and I was like, yeah, that's where. They're not stale. They're phenomenal. Uh, all right, I love them. I take an oyster cracker over a regular saltine We're any day. Ritz. Yeah. God, a lot of people like those oyster crackers. They they got no flavor. Ah, uh, but way more than a saltine. Plus, really? no, you they... put them in like a chowder yeah. it's, or a chowder. Chowder. It's put them in so your chowder. Good. No, uh, yeah, okay. So I won't call them honkies again because I thought you Caucasians, knew what a honky was. White people, whatever. What's wrong with honkies? I love that word, honky. But <laughs> Clearly, yeah. it's not in my a part of my vernacular. <laughs> no, I. Well, we can tell that now because I wouldn't. She she must not know what the hell I'm saying here. Yeah. And as it turned out. Because you're a honky. Well, because it's all money-based with Kristen Bird. I don't know if you yeah, noticed typical. that. Yeah, she, she has, That's how she determines people. Do I hang out with you? Are you rich enough yeah. for my attention? <sighs> typical. That's... Speaking of having enough money, how about the Chrisleys? What are they up to? <laughs> They're in jail. Yeah. <laughs> What's I, that? I heard that, uh, so they had these Chrisley family, They've they're very problematic. They cheated a bunch of their taxes. They've, I, what is he sentenced to 12 years? 12 years. Yeah. 12 years. And uh, his wife is, it's less. I want to say it's like six or seven. Yeah. Um, but now all of a sudden they announced that they're going to do a reality show with, with the daughter. And the daughter has adopted yeah. the son and the grandson. Um, and so, yeah, it just, uh, a part of my heart goes out for this family, and a part of my heart is like, of course they were stealing money. I mean, look at the lifestyle they were leading for what, for what jobs, but yeah. So is that a TV family or something? Because yeah. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, they were on um, E! originally. Oh, no and wonder I don't know who it is. Chris, and Chrisley knows best. And, and I think, oh, too, okay. like, I've interviewed the family before. They're very... They're very colorful. Um, they make for the perfect TV family. They have a lot of family dysfunction. <laughs> um, but it really was. It was. It was. It reminded me a lot of uh, Teresa Giudice on Real Housewives of New Jersey. Of like people, you're like, where are they getting their money? And they're living in these huge, opulent homes, right? 
And it just never made sense. You know, their business dealings never made mm-hmm. sense. The How much they were spending on their kids' birthday parties never made sense. And it it caught up with them. I have a and question. They, they were taking out, everyone always takes out loans. And it's like, it's always like these shady loans. I know. And then like cheating on the taxes. Like they're, they all go hand in hand. I have a question for you. So this Chrisley family did this on television? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the hell did they know? not know they're going to get caught? They blamed it on their accountant who allegedly. Oh, okay. <laughs> the father was possibly maybe having an affair with also. Oh. <laughs> a, a male accountant, right? Class a male people. accountant. Yes, a male accountant. There has Even been though, rumors that this guy is gay forever. I mean, that's like. The, the father? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, so he's uh, bisexual. Yes, yes. Uh, There's been rumors about that forever, and you never really wanted to say it just because, like, he was really into fashion and flamboyant, and that doesn't mean you're gay, obviously. But there was a part of it where everybody, everybody who could, like, muster up enough bravery would be like, are we pretending he's not gay? (laughs) Are we doing that right now? Yeah, and it's it's one of those... They are religious. They're in the South. You So you sit there and think, well, maybe yeah. it's that, like, just pretending that it doesn't exist or suppressing that side of you. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things. But it's quite possible he's bisexual. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter at all. But no. um, it was definitely an underlying theme. It was, <laughs> sort of- I would say, half the interest in me watching that show was, like, it was quirky. Like, was that the personality aspect? For sure. And I don't mean it like there's a positive or negative, but you just kind of go, okay. And, and of course, he was hypersexualized with his wife. He'd always be like, and, and you see that often with people that are closeted is, or, you know, whatever. He wanted to make sure we knew he was straight. He'd always be like, oh, I want to have sex with my, oh, you know. And she's like, oh, get off me. You're always trying to have sex with me. And you're like, are you? Are you? It was just the, like, he doth protest too much. You yes. know what I mean? And I, so I think that was the curiosity to that show quite a bit. Yeah. God, I'm going to have to start watching garbage television. You're welcome. Well, it's interesting. You know why I like it? It's because usually a lot of these reality stars become so famous and they get drawn to like the oh, fame sure. and the power and the money. Right. But they're often doing a lot of shady deals and it winds up to be really interesting legal cases. Yeah. <laughs> and I find Hollywood legal cases to be fascinating. I really do because they usually play out in such a curious way. And then you're like, they were doing what behind the scenes and thought they would get away with it? Yeah. You just don't. So what what drew you guys to this show? Because I've never seen the show. I, I, is he the guy? He's a blonde guy? Yes. yes. Oh, I know who the guy it, is. In the, it, yeah. I've never even sat down and purposely watched this show. It oh, is on okay. constantly on replays. Or used oh, is to be. it? Oh, my God. You couldn't even turn the TV <laughs> with it was like random. It would have like a big marathon of, you know, Chrisley Knows Best. Um that, that was on a lot of shows I watched. But you were like, fine, I'll sit and watch it. And it was so fake and um, intentional. It was one of those reality shows staged. where it's so staged. And it was so corny that you go, who's watching this? But somebody must be because it's on for four hours in a row. And Did, people love them. You know, they really? would often attend the Golden Globes because – E! News is a part of the NBC Universal family. And, of course, the Golden Globes used to be on NBC. So they would show up to a lot of the parties and be there doing interviews. And people were drawn to them. People would want to interview them. So because he would always give a great soundbite. He's a great interview. I yeah. mean, if you had him on the show, Tom, you would love him. Yeah. Because he's funny. Oh, Chris. And 
He's colorful. He would add a lot. He would add a great dynamic if, yeah. if you had him on. Of course, he's in prison right now, so that can't happen. But sure. you wouldn't sit there and go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I have this reality star on the show. You would actually go, oh, my God, he's a very charismatic guy. Yes. Is he the one that tried to use big words and always mispronounced them? Is that the same guy? I don't know. I, that doesn't stand out for me. No, no. I don't think so. <clears throat> there was Not some show, this guy always tried to sound really smart, and he would mispronounce the big words every time. That's funny. Like, okay. So. It's not working, pal. You better change your angle. It's not. Right. I was like, not that happening. sounds like the Kardashians, but well, that's true. Yeah, that is very. Maybe he was one of the Kardashians. You might be right. Yeah, I was, I've never been a reality TV kind of guy. I've never watched those shows. They're just too annoying. Some are good. Some are bad. I mean, is there a good there's, one? There's a whole mix, you know, it, and it just depends. Like, I really enjoy when they do like a docu series style on reality shows of following families. I think it can be really interesting because I think you get a more accurate slice of life. The the ongoing ones, whether it's you know the Kardashians, whether it was the Chrisleys, there's just not enough interest in like the day to day life, and yeah. so they have to create scenarios of like what's happening and what they're doing or whose birthday it is, and then they create drama just to make it interesting for the viewer. Are the Kardashians almost over now? Uh, they're still on TV. They've got another season ahead, but I will say that they are no, no longer at their peak. Right. When I used to travel and people would be like, what do you do for a living? You know, if you're just talking with someone on the plane, I stopped telling people for a long time that I was an entertainment reporter because right. the number one question I would get is like, do you know the Kardashians? Have you interviewed the Kardashians? And I'm like, they're not that interesting and we don't really care about them. Right. You know, But right. people were fascinated by them. That I will tell you, that is not like the top five questions anymore that I get. Like sure. people just don't care about the Kardashians as much. What do you get now? Um, this past year was, I mean, I would say the last six months, a lot of it has been um, Vanderpump Rules. Like a lot of questions about Vanderpump Rules and what's happening with that. Right now, when's the strike going to end is probably be the, the big hot topic. And um, I, I always think about, I always know like what the water cooler is because I hang out, my group of friends, they're all entertainment reporters. So when we're all talking about the same thing, you know it's, because we're talking it off the job. And that's how you know it's a huge story. And yeah. we would never talk about the Kardashians. And I, I'll tell you, we wouldn't have talked about the Kardashians in the last five or six years. Yeah, see, I don't, like I said, I never, it's not that I avoided them. I've just never watched that kind of television. I don't, family sitting around, hey, let's talk about what you bought me for my birthday. What the hell do I care? Whatever, good, good for you. They just, those shows have never been attractive to me. Do they, do they invent like turmoil so you'll tune in? Sometimes they do, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you take a look at it, um, a lot of the shows do have writers on them. And uh, this has been one of the issues, too. A lot of the reality show writers are not unionized and they want to join WGA. So that's going to be a fight, too. And we've seen that happen over and over again. But you have to remember that sometimes it's not that they're writing lines for everyone. It's that they're creating kind of a structure to the story and creating that through line, even on Vanderpump rules, which that story, you know, we talked about over and over again, which is the cheating scandal. You have to be able to like, go back when you get those confessionals and the producers are asking the cast, like, well, what did you think about when you learned that Tom was, you know, cheating on Ariana with Rachel? Like, you have to like be able to probe those questions. And that's why story editors are there to make sure that the narrative makes sense, especially when you start telling it in a linear fashion to your viewing audience. 
I like watching Fisk, that woman in Australia. She's yeah, phenomenal. That's the one I started watching last week because you guys, everyone, you, this whole show was talking about it. Isn't she great? She's so funny. She's really when good on you that You were talking show. about her wearing really like brown colors and that's then she's she sitting does. in a brown chair and then somebody comes and sits on her. Yes. I thought that was so funny. Like, oh, I didn't see you there. Oh, my God. There's so much great television. I, I, I guess I, I don't know why, but I was just never a, a reality TV show kind of guy. That's okay. There's plenty of other genres yeah. out there. You know, but some people know. are drawn to it. And, and listen, reality shows have replaced soap operas. I, when people are always like, yeah, why does time soaps not exist anymore? I'm like, well, women in the workplace change. So, you know, a lot of people aren't necessarily stay-at-home parents the way they used to be. And also, now we're watching Bravo. Bravo replaced those soaps. They became a, just a different type of drama. There you have it. Well, we move on with life. <clears throat> I almost did a reality. Did you guys know that? That no. would have been... We had our own reality show and Cumulus nixed it, said, nope, you can't do it. That would have been amazing. That was it about your family or yeah, about your show? it was show? about my family. Well, both, actually. Yeah, it was about both. It was about more about the family podcast than it was about the KQ Morning Show. But yeah, yet another thing those boys did... Although, to tell you the truth, I probably wouldn't have liked doing that for long anyway. You would not have done that for very long. Yeah, I don't think I would Your have. first edit, edit come back. Yeah, that would be rough. All right, sister, we'll talk to you uh, later on today. Oh, by the way, you know, Timmy's not on today because his wife is having a procedure, which is make, making her more healthy, which is a good thing. Yeah, his wife, by the way, is one of the sweetest people you would ever want to meet. Much nicer person than Tim. You know what I mean? Well, he's really sweet. So I know, but she she's must be sugary sweet <laughs> exactly yeah also all the best yeah but i just wanted to let you know up front that he will not be on with you today so it's on you sister oh geez i got lots of stories lots oh, of stories all the plenty. pressure all right we'll talk to you later on today see you then thanks a lot Kristen burton ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back i'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends saber plumbing heating and air conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation 
consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this, so mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword PASSPORT. A $300 golf value for just... 90 bucks? Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword PASSPORT. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Oh, now it's Mr. Brightside, is it? I couldn't be Mr. Happy Pants anymore. Mr. Brightside. Because I'm Mr. Brightside. That went over big. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Boy, you're having a day, I'll tell you that. She's having a day today. You know she's coming out of her cage. I think she's doing just fine. Well, why don't I'm... you stay out of it then? <laughs> How about that? It's funny. Uneventful for me. My, my shame level must be so minimal. <laughs> exactly. Even though Tom's been throwing daggers all day. It's not really I've been throwing me. daggers. I bring up a story and she goes, I don't want to talk about that. 
I don't give a rat's ass if you want to talk about it. Same I have a show what I said. You said, what are your feelings on these presidential candidates? Uh, and I said, blah, 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 words. And I sat here for three weeks listening to, you know, Barbie and Taylor Swift. Anyway. Yeah, I really want to engage in that conversation. Oh, just the number You're one movie in and you. the number one concert? I don't care about that. Because I'm Mr. Brightside. <laughs> See? I'm the mayor of Yikes, PC. I'm going to have to step in here and do a little marriage counseling. And if there's one thing I'm good at, it's marriage counseling. Yeah, I bet. I bet <laughs> nice it's magnificent. Roll. No question. No, I, I just, my uh, wife of 22 years. I am fascinated by people who do that. I only want to talk about what I want to talk about. So I'll settle down. What do you think of that action? Uh, you know, here's the thing. I always hate when people don't get into hype. When they ask somebody asks ask a hypothetical or they ask a question and people deflect. And right. they say things like, you know, hypothetically speaking, what would you ever do if your wife cheated on you? <laughs> My wife would never cheat I, on me. Oh, okay, great. Let's just say it happened. Yeah, but it never would. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. But let's just say that it did. What would you do? It doesn't matter because I would, it would never happen anyways. My wife loves me and I love my wife. I hate those people that don't engage with the question. That they're scared. Nuts. They're so scared of their own imagination. Yes. They won't even. I hate that. I'll I'll go down all those roads. Yeah, and even if you don't have an opinion, make one up. I right? like when people just make them up. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It can change tomorrow. Absolutely. Tom, no, you don't make up your opinion on the, on the fly. No, not really. No, okay. No, I, to tell you the truth, I would if that happened to me. I, it, did your wife ever cheat on you? I would say, God, I hope so, because it's just so much pressure on me, you know. Yeah. See, see, that's how you answer that question. Yeah, that's you, exactly. You it. just but make you it. You would up. answer the question, right? Like, I would answer the question. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. about Nunya? I'd start it with Nunya, like Nunya goddamn business. business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that whole whole deal. Uh, that, that I'm going to ask you very personal questions and blah blah. blah whatever. Good. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that kind of stuff. Um, anything else happening in the world we should know about? Uh, well, obviously all the Trump stuff happened last night. Oh, don't so bring that up, Brittany. You'll get all the... Oh, I don't um, want to talk about that. I was just <laughs> stating it that it happened. You, I'm sure it's... I know. That's all I did, but... Uh, you know, that's, Jesus, it's so funny is we had a long conversation like Chris we literally talked about it and it was fine it was a I lovely conversation it. I no, had to force it because I, you asked me what I, my feelings are and I told you and you no, didn't, didn't like that I said, answer I don't want to hear a word you have to say about your feelings that's and I was I like I respect that <laughs> yeah, we, I respect that we got, was, some, we got some audio from that conversation it was Tom trying to talk to Brittany and Brittany replies with shut up Tom see shut up Tom there is your audio right there sounded like the audio Right there, sister. That's that's what my inner thoughts are. Check that out. Well, good. My, my, I don't have inner thoughts. Mine all come right out of my Shocking. yapper. Like, shut the f up. There, there it is, right there. Take that home with you. That all works out. No, that's. I'm a I'm a big fan of radio. You know that. But this isn't radio. I thought it'd be better. It is it's not what you imagined? Not really. Kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> what, I still have to work with other people? Damn it. See, this is the thing with, uh, I always go in with the lowest of low expectations. <laughs> yeah, on oh, everything. that's nice. That's nice but, to so if it's even remotely <laughs> yeah. not as terrible as I thought it was, I'll be yeah. like, ah, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, spoken like a true husband of 20-something years. <laughs> I have zero expectations of everybody and everything. See? Yeah. Yeah. No, I suppose part of that, to tell you the truth, 
part of that whole situation is being in the same room as other people for the first time in 25 years. I suppose that does have an effect on me because I'm just not used to looking across the table and talking to somebody. It just hasn't happened in two and a half decades. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's weird because you, yeah, you did that for a long time. And then even the small amount of that we had during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I felt exhausted being around people. Yeah. So you so, now you know yeah. how I feel being around you. Yeah. I appreciate I'm exhausted. That. I will tell I love that we just have to get to the core. Yeah. Like you want me Absolutely. to go sit go sit I'll go sit in the yeah. tent room. <laughs> I'm not go, mad. You go play in the tent. I love you, Tom, and I'll always love you. That's a whole different deal. I know, I know, but like you should know that just because if I bug you, like because I'm in your vicinity, that doesn't I don't mind. I know you through and through. Like, no, you don't. It, it won't bug me if you're you like, don't know I want you to sit me. in the room with Rudy. I you're go, a disaster. Okay, we'll, ch- we'll share a desk. I was thinking of maybe Wisconsin, mm. not just the next room. <laughs> My family has a cabin there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, that'll be... And that's the good part of Wisconsin. You got to go to Milwaukee. Yeah, oh, I love no. Milwaukee. Oh, no, no. Oh. I love Milwaukee. What's wrong with Milwaukee? <laughs> Please, I have a family. When was the last time you were there? Oh, God, it's been years now. Okay, well... <laughs> Not hasn't held up too well. You need to take a trip and then let us know how you feel about Milwaukee. It used to be great, it and was. I was there recently. And, and even Tom oh, can really? attest that. He, or excuse me, um, Chris can attest that he was there recently with his daughter. And it's not. It's oh, not the really? Milwaukee of yore. It's not the doing it our way. It's a wildly different Milwaukee than what it used to be. What's the problem? Too many white people moved in? Is that's, that what you're saying? That's the problem everywhere, not yeah, there just you Milwaukee. Go. There you go. Wow, what's the vibe now in Milwaukee then? Downtown is a lot like downtown Milwaukee is a lot like downtown Minneapolis now. Oh, like yeah, desolate? It's it's, empty. Yeah, it's pretty empty. It's very scary to be around. If you go down there at night, it's a lot of fights. It's it's not a it's not the cool place. It's not happy days. Yeah. Yeah. When the Fonz was around, that's when Milwaukee was in its heyday. They were making beer, people were having fun. You can go out, you know, you go watch the brewers at the outdoor stadium. And now it just seems like it just imploded on itself. So every city in America is a shithole now. Well, not all. There's some up-and-comers. You know, uh, Oklahoma City, beautiful. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, beautiful. That's nice. Yeah, uh, but Pittsburgh probably could use a good cleaning. Philadelphia yep. could use a scrubbing. Yep. There's a few cities that definitely could do. Well, again, <laughs> use a you bath. know, people of your generation like to tell everybody, hey, you can do whatever you want. So, like, look what they're doing now. Way to go, you two. I always be telling people, you can do whatever you want. (laughs) You do that all the time, do you? Yeah. No, we we are going to have to eventually step up and go, okay, enough of the playground bullshit. Get your head out of your ass. Go get a job and get off the streets. Yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah. I don't get the people who decide to, like, jump on top of a cop car. No. I was like, what are you doing? Weren't weren't you taught that those guys have guns? Right. What are you doing, you dumb dumb? Get off the top of the cop car. I agree. And the, the gun play. I mean, how many people? I don't even know. I didn't, how many people were shot to death in America last night? Great question. Well, I, I can't tell you in America, but I do know one person got killed in St. Paul on Raspberry Island last night. Oh. Where Why? There was, big, there was a big gathering of people. And then obviously we talked yesterday about all the crap that went down this last weekend in Minneapolis. I think there were like somewhere around like nine people who were shot in different mm. things that happened. What's crazy to me, and I always think about this, because I'm reporting on some kind of shooting every single day, yeah. like every day on the news, but it becomes such a, like, it's almost like a, you say it and it's sort of a throwaway and people at home are kind of like, kind of gloss over it. Yeah. Dude, you, 
I've not been shot, but have you actually like seen someone who's been shot? It's not like it's just a little thing. No. Like it's a, uh, and it it happens so often that it's almost like it's not significant. The desensitization. Yeah. For sure. I think the biggest thing that hit me from this weekend was that that shooting of a 35-year-old man at an outdoor punk rock show in South Minneapolis happened 24 hours before I myself went to a punk rock show and nobody talked about it. That's the thing that that How I was so I didn't hear about it because I was kind of I was busy and I had shows over the weekend and then we went to a concert so I was kind of out of the news for just 24 hours but the fact that I was there at a punk rock show for 4 hours with 1500 other people at the varsity theater and nobody brought it up that's the part that blows me away that it just happened down the street and at the same scenario. Yeah, and nobody brought it up. That's the Ooh. part that kills me is that we are just so desensitized to all of the violence. Mm. Because I you agree. don't watch it, though. I mean, if you don't watch the news, you're not going to see the violence. No, what I'm saying is is people hearing we, we're, we're hearing it so much that when it does happen, the fact that there were one person died and five people were injured, mm-hmm. and it didn't even like make people's <clears throat> radars. Like, usually, because when that stuff happens, you'll catch wind of it. I mean, not 10 years ago when something like this happened, yeah. you caught wind of it right away, even if it didn't. Remember when Gabby Gifford was shot? Everybody, mm-hmm. and that was within 20 minutes, the world knew that that happened. And now this stuff happens, and we just go, oh, okay, well, it didn't happen on my block. So That's exactly what it is, yeah. too, is selfishness. Off, off to Costco I go. <clears throat> I think you're onto yep. something, Chris, too. I think people don't realize what getting shot looks like, and it's just a word. It's almost like they don't think it through and how gruesome yeah. and terrible that looks like. I always wanted to do a story with, like, a trauma center like HCMC or North Memorial or – um, and actually, like, get somebody who was shot to sign off on us being there for every moment of yeah. being shot. Yeah. Like, and sometimes the, you know, we'll say, uh, the person was shot, but they are expected to survive. And it sort of is left at that. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's go along some. with somebody to watch what it's like to have a gaping hole in your freaking leg and have to go through PT. And I'm, I'm just talking about somebody who... Not not was shot because they were acting a fool, but somebody mm-hmm. who was a, you know, innocent victim of a shooting thing. I just always thought it'd be nice to like really hone in on what it means to be shot. Yeah. Tom, and- did you have somebody shot? Oh, in my family. Yeah. More than one. Did yeah. you ever see? Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone who's been shot? Oh God, yes. Yeah. It's not pleasant. I will tell you that I have I have not been shot. I've been stabbed a couple of times, but I've never been shot. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm sorry, but if you, uh, if you, your schools are teaching people, you should be able to do whatever you want. This is what they want to do. Our schools do it. Our news does it. Uh, national television does it. National radio does it. You keep telling people you do, you have the right to do whatever you want. It's going to get worse, not better. Because you do not have the right to act like that. We had this very conversation uh, over dinner last night that yeah. was disrupted because somebody tried to steal our car with my daughter in, out of our driveway. What? And I'm not last out. night? What? Oh, God. With your daughter in it. Yep. What? It- Six oh. o'clock at night. Oh, God. Doors are wide open. She had just pulled back, just got home from the gym, was parked, had the door open, was just about to get out, turns around and looks. 
and two guys are approaching the car. The Ooh, guy swings God. the door open, oh. sees that she's in there. She yells at him. He takes off, and they speed off down the street. <gasps> oh, my, Chris. I'm so sorry. Is she That's okay? terrifying. Well, she's a... <laughs> She yelled at him, and I can guarantee if she'd have got a lick on him, she would have because she's a tough, <laughs> she's a tough girl. But um, I, I just, we had just talked about this yesterday, and I was talking about lawlessness and all this shit crap. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I like it actually. And and right there in our driveway, six o'clock at night, people walking by, like it's just, it's crazy. Wait a minute, people walk by and didn't do anything. People had seen that car sitting there, uh, I guess, and didn't say anything. I didn't see it. It was on the side of the house where I wouldn't have been able to see it from the kitchen. Mm -hmm. But it's hard, too, because there's so many deliveries and so many things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. right now, we live in a world where in our cul-de-sac, we get, like, you know, so many cars coming and going, delivering and things. So it's like... It's 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 not as murky. It's not as clear as, like, there's a car sitting there. There's a problem. But that is so scary, Chris. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's Ugh. just, it's, no, everybody, I know a lot of people have been dealing with this, unfortunately, over the last several years. It's just, uh, you know, Man. that's, uh, the, and the, what's really unfortunate is the cops showed up and they identified it based on her description that they think it was a stolen car and they could, I, so they had an idea what car it was and the plates that they were looking for, which was good. Yeah. But. They got the, the officer is like, here's the deal. This stuff's going to keep happening because none of these guys spend any time in jail. Yeah. No. Right. And he goes, it's just a big joke to them. Well, that's what they uh, that's what our uh, elected officials do now, because they want your vote. You can just do whatever you want. We won't put you in jail. Don't worry about it. As long as you vote for me, you don't have to go to jail. That's it's disgusting. Yeah, well, we need to do something about this. People need to start kicking some ass, and that's all there is to it. Oh, you poor guy. You, you must have grown up poor or something, because otherwise you wouldn't be, you know, shooting people. I was like, what in the hell are you talking about? You got all these experts now from, you know, La La Land that go to college and think they know everything about the inner city now. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. That's so brazen, too, the fact that they watched her drive in yeah. and was like, I'm going after that car. Cause yeah. like it I mean, they may have uh, they may have driven, they may have just been driving the neighborhoods at 6 o'clock at night knowing that there are going to be a lot yeah. of people coming and going out of their cars. I mean, I, I have no reason to believe that she was like specifically, in fact, I don't think they knew she was in there. That's good. That's a good feel, saw yeah. the, I think they saw the car door open. Um, and then I'm thinking about what would have happened if my son would have been there and that would have happened because he would have like gotten out and tried to kill him. I oh. almost guaranteed that, which could have been a whole nother situation. Yeah. But ridiculous. How old, how old were the guys? Ballpark. <laughs> She said young. She didn't know yeah. how old, but, she, you know, teens, 20s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm telling you, people are going to get killed at a much higher rate if it doesn't stop. Because, well, well, look, I have a concealed carry permit, but I don't carry a gun. But I might start. I might start again because I'm not going to let people do that to my family. No Even way. my wife after that deal last night, like, she's the least gun. Yeah. Right. You know, right. She's, she's not... She's, I mean, she just does never really had an opinion on it. And she's like, well, this is the kind of crap that happens that makes me want to have a gun or carry a weapon. And I'm like, yo. 
Your daughter, mm. for better or worse, is going to have the best situational awareness now as, I mean, she's going to be, she, it's, there's a double-edged sword, right? Like when you lose some of that blissful ignorance, but now yeah. you know that when she parks, she's going to be like looking around, head on a swivel. Good, like right? she's going to, that's going to stay with her for a very mm -hmm. long time. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, that, that, I, yeah, I do too. I'm it's, sorry uh, to hear that. No, it's, I mean, like, it was just funny that we were talking about it yesterday and um, <laughs> I had stated something about lawlessness everywhere or something. Mm -hmm. And then there you go. Not to make light of it, but isn't there a JLo movie where she gets robbed and then the next day goes down and gets a boxing coach and then six no. months after the boxing coach, she finds the guy and then beats the shit out of him? No, it's enough. And it's her like abusive husband. Husband, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh. It's not like a casual yeah. car. It was like a very abusive husband. Okay. And she like worked really hard to like put herself back in that situation. Yeah. Is, that, beat guy, him up. is that guy not noticing that his wife is getting super ripped? And no, is... she, she left him. And then did, went and did this. Movie. And they came back and wow. Okay. She came back and she wanted to make it look like a de like a defensive. She wanted to kill him uh -huh. and know that he, she wasn't going to get any. So she was a J Lo movie. Yeah, yeah, this was enough. And like, it was, it was kind of like porn for people who deal with anything domestic. Is like your dream is to get so uh -oh. tough that like you know they. So she left for a long time, got so strong, and then went back to the house <laughs> and was like. I'm going to make it look like you attacked me and you are going to attack me and then I'm going to kill you. Like she said that to his face. And wow. it was like, dang. Huh. Yeah. Very inspirational for the kids out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So anyways. There's yeah. some entertainment. <laughs> so your daughter's going to become a boxer today, right? Is that the deal? Yeah, yeah well, right. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, if she'd have got a lick in, she's a tough girl. She would have hurt him. I can almost guarantee that. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's end on something positive. And, Tom, I know how much you love Barbie, so I thought I'd Oh, bring it sure. Um, so did you guys know that in Hudson, just across the river, there's been a Barbie house over there for years? Uh -uh. Yeah. Yeah. Remember hearing long, something about it. You guys knew. Okay. Long before there was all this Barbie craze, Tom, there's a there's a house over um, in Wisconsin called the the Barbie Castle. Okay. It's in Hudson. They do tours. I think you can even stay there. Well, anyway, tomorrow they're doing a fundraiser, and if people bring twenty bucks, it's for school supplies. It's a school supply drive. So tomorrow, if you show up at the Barbie Castle in Hudson, you can go and visit it for free. But your well, not for free, but your donation will get you some time inside the Barbie Castle, and it's for a good cause. That's fun. Yeah, I've driven by that go. place a bunch. It's really cute. Damn it, I'm just packed all day. I can't yeah. make it. Well, that's because come on, Tom. Let's go to let's go field trip, boys trip to the Barbie Castle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's because he's going down to the GI Joe compound next week. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's can't that's, make it. I want to get that done. There's no mm -hmm. question. Camp yeah, why didn't GI Joe get the publicity? Where the hell's a GI Joe? It's movie? Camp Ripley. They've got a whole. Camp. Trust me, I've stayed there. It's not great accommodations. Yeah, that's what the Little Falls. Yeah. It's near Little Falls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, they tried the G.I. <laughs> Joe movie and it tanked. Oh, did it? It's awful. It's so bad. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't go to movies yeah. like that. Actually, when I sit in, at home, you know, Voodoo, V-U-D-U, it's yeah. a you know, movie delivery. Mm -hmm. Every movie now is either action heroes or a, or a cartoon. Every movie. Well, because those are easy to make and they're not offensive, right? <laughs> and they make a ton of money. It, right. Right. The formula, I agree. The formula is so tired, though. I'm definitely Terrible. 
I mean, I'm looking for a movie to watch. It is not easy to find a movie to watch right now because it's all, you know, just <laughs> Bill Maher popped into my head because we had him on the KQ Morning Show years ago. Bill's got an edge in, into him. He's got an attitude. There's no question about that. So I introduced him. We were just talking about uh, The Simpsons and how we love The Simpsons and laugh and Homer's a wonderful character and all these great characters, all the rest of it. <clears throat> and I go, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, our special guest, Bill Maher. So, Bill, you a Simpsons fan? Long pause, and he goes, I don't watch cartoons. Dang. Oh, God, Get really? Out of here. Oh, really? You don't watch cartoons? Just to make you feel like this big. Oh, that's exactly what he tried to yeah. do. So I told him to go F himself, and there was only yeah, about a six minute. That cartoon has only been running for 30 freaking <laughs> yeah, years. Exactly. Now. Think like, about what? that. 30 freaking years. What show lasts three years, let alone 30? The only bigger prick that him on the phone was Dennis Miller. Oh, God, what an asshole that guy I've was. I've heard that before. Oh, that, God. That seems surprising. That's like his he, – he, I feel like he just – he is prick. Like that's – That's what that's he is, yeah. Right. He kind of disappeared now, didn't he? he? He was on a tour for a while. Maybe he just took some time off. I don't know. He's very – I tell you what. I once saw him in person. He is very funny on stage. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah, he is very, very funny. He's just a prick of the person. I think he got a little political, which is my guess is where um, maybe now wasn't the environment that people wanted to hear that oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, he's, he's conservative. That, he? Is that the deal, Rudy? Well, yeah, because he was political for a long time, and he was very, con uh, he's very, uh, excuse me, uh, he was very much so a Democrat. And then one day was like, yeah. I'm moving over to the other side because Democrats are going bananas. And then he got to the other side and was <clears> like, <throat> okay, you guys are all screwed as well. And now he just kind of gets after everybody. Good. And that is Good. really the crux of that show right now. And he does like an after show, too. I think it's called Bill Maher After Hours, where he just kind of sits for somebody for an hour and... It doesn't matter what side of the aisle that they're on. At least he is one of these guys that can – he's kind of like a Jon Stewart. He can argue with you about everything, but at the end of it, he's totally okay splitting a joint and having a glass of whiskey with you at the end of the night. And you, you can walk away shaking his hand going, at least we're civil towards one another. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That what a nice. waste of time. Let's attack everyone. That's what I think. <laughs> No, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I've i never seen Bill Maher do stand-up comedy. Saw it. Is he good? Ah, great. Is he? Yeah, really yeah. good. It's Dennis Miller, like I said, I've seen a couple of times. He's, he's fantastic, mm -hmm. no question. Most people are. I mean, stand-up comedians, most of them, I got to say, are pretty damn entertaining. So, all right, pal. Look at We kept you way too long. That's fine. We'll be all right. And you didn't show Hannah today. You're pissing me off. Sorry, Tommy. Way to go, Mr. Brightside. I'll get a little cut out of her to bring her here when she's not. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good idea. All right, Pally, we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks Bye. Mr. Brightside, Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your 48, your free 48-minute financial evaluation. We shall take a break. Be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford. Drive a lot. Save a little. Flagship Ford. You think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. 
flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids. A cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda, gluten and caffeine-free, with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 8.55 down. It's five minutes till nine o'clock. 62 and sunny now, though, so that's nice. There's a YouTube video making the rounds where people are asked to share their unpopular opinions. Some of them are not so unpopular, like dating apps have made dating worse, and some of them seem intentionally contrarian, like I don't find the conventionally attractive celebrities attractive, like Channing Tatum. Who cares about this? 
I, I would hope there's more interesting ones than we don't find that that's, person hot. That's what but I'm yeah. I will say this. Chan Tatum is one of those weird ones where if you isolate any part of his face, you go, that's a weird-looking guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a weird guy, isn't he's he? He's a weird-looking guy, but for some reason, we've all decided he's a hottie. And so you go, I guess he's a hottie? I don't know. Okay, so these it says others are more fun like these. I think it's weird that babies can't just walk right out of the womb like every other animal in the world. Isn't it weird? Because so we had a foster dog give birth in our basement, and they came out and they could walk, you know, kind of mm-hmm. wiggle around, but they can't see. Mm-hmm. But when my baby came out, they can see right away, but can't walk. So what is the which one is the more of an advantage? Well, the problem you have is that the average baby weighs what about seven pounds. Yeah, you don't need them trying to walk around. No, and the average dog weighs about what a pound a yeah. little baby dog yeah it's muscle structure that's all it is yeah and just kind of it's not even crawling because like <clears throat> no the dogs are like wiggling on the ground well i imagine there's got to be some evolution to it as well yeah. because you have to be able to fend for yourself and defend yourself i mean imagine at a year if a wolf still couldn't walk right right be eaten all the time so yeah. i imagine there's got to be something in there dude i think about that all the time with like even humans because babies cry all the time. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine not having a str- like a like a like a structure that was secured, and you have a crying baby, and then there's all these yeah. predators out there trying to kill you? Just sure. be like in the middle of the night, like shh, quiet. Yeah. Rawr. See, I like Bobby Knotts' take on it. My That's friend it. Bobby, God bless you. Up in heaven, I'm sure. He said when he was born, and he was really serious. He thought when he was born. He was wearing a top hat and had a cane. <laughs> I don't know who talked him into that, but he thought it was, he, he absolutely thought he was born wearing a top hat with a cane. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, Bobby, settle down. Uh, I don't understand why garbage cans are round. They should be squares so they can fit in a corner. Really? That's your biggest concern in oh, life but is a know, trash can. That's somebody who does not own a home. Yeah. Because cleaning out your garbage with corners, yeah. not good. Yeah, I agree. Disgu- You've got to take a hose to it. Yeah. Okay, I don't... I say T-Mobile instead of T-Mobile. T-Mobile? Is that what they mean to say T-Mobile? No, they don't can't see, mean that. Don't say T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Yeah, says, T-Mobile? I say, I say T, oh, well, here's how it's spelled out. I say capital T dash capital M-O dash lowercase B-I-L-E instead of T-M and then the rest of it is lowercase. Yeah. I don't, what are they trying to say here? What are they T-Mobile, saying? I don't know. Who knows? That does not translate well to print, does it? Yeah. No. But, but I think <laughs> you're right, though, Tom, is that he says it's either T-Mobile or T-Mobile. I think it is T-Mobile. It has yeah, to be. Yeah. It, nothing else. Well, it's not mobile. It's I mobile. I just wonder how often you're talking about your phone company. Yeah, well, that's true, too. I, yeah. I forget which one we have now because we switched like two years ago. I was like, what do you... <laughs> That's a top of mind conversation. Yeah. Well, I have T-Mobile, and uh, I call them expensive and sucks. So yeah, yeah oh, that really? is what I call them. Yes, I can't remember what I have. But mm-hmm. last time I went to go get my phone fixed, the guy was watching an episode of Saw, the one who worked there. Yeah, and it was it was right after the show, so it was like ten thirty a.m. And I was like, Saw, huh? And he goes, It's better than coffee. And I was like, I'm Not gonna argue. Sure, okay. but it was so vivid. I watched a human woman get burned to death while waiting for my phone to get like, How many megapixels is this camera? <laughs> I, I was like, This is crazy. Uh, number four, Zodiac signs are BS. They are. 
Of course Who they are, but, cares? but they're fun. I actually should look into your guys's. I know you. Yeah. You're Aries, aren't you? No. Right? Yeah. No. You're, you're coming up. I'm coming up. Yeah. Two, three weeks, something like that. Four yeah. weeks. Yeah. I agree. They're garbage. They're dumb. Why would you ever put stock into something that means absolutely nothing? I know people that are huge assholes. They were born in December. I know people who are huge assholes. They were born in March. It doesn't yep. matter. Do you know yours, Tom? I know your birthday is November 7th. Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, they have great meaning. I just love it. It goes from nothing to, oh, that nails it. Like, yeah, really? Yeah, okay. Oh, that's my love language right there. Get away from me or I will sting your ass is all I'm saying. Get away from me. I was going to you would die stinging somebody. Like, you're more of a bee in that way that you would would literally... Than a scorpion? I mean, a scorpion is pretty good, but... Good God. Don't you grow up for quick. Shut up, or I am going to stab you. Yeah. yeah, I should stab you. Absolutely. Oh, that cracked me up. Me going, yep. Oh, yeah, I see it all now. Okay, here's another one I do not understand. I don't like peanut butter, but I like peanuts. How? Who cares anyway? Mm-hmm. How is that possible? So if you mash up a peanut and turn it into peanut butter, all of a sudden it sucks? Okay. A question is, I've heard this before. People say, I don't like tomatoes, but I like tomato sauce. How? Yeah, I agree. Maybe the texture. Yeah, but I... Uh, but also, tomato sauce has extra things added into it, like yeah. sugar and Yeah, you know, it's not whatever. like tomato it's paste. Salt, yeah. mm-hmm. Tomato sauce is different, but it just yeah. feels like they are pretty close. But I hear you. Um, then you got... Okay, this one makes no sense. None of this stuff makes any sense. Now, again, what we're doing is there's a YouTube video making the rounds where people are asked to share their unpopular opinions. Like nuts are delicious, brownies are delicious, they don't go together. What? I, I hate, I love, I love the things people hate. Like I like fruit with my dessert, I like nuts on my dessert, and people have strong opinions about that. Why? I don't know. Like, I, there's people who literally will not eat them when there's nuts on them, and I love it. Like, I feel like a brownie without nuts is 40% worse. Don't say the word nuts because Judd's on now, and he ah, thinks you're talking about him. Sorry, Judd. Yeah, thanks a lot, Brittany. No, Way to go, Britt, Britt. No offense. Okay, two more to go. I really like uh, McDonald's French fries that are from the refrigerator and cold. That's disgusting. Oh. I don't like cold French no. fries. They, no. get, they nope. get soggy. You can't do that. Well, it's gross. Mac- McDonald's fries, you have to eat immediately. Sure. Immediately. Yeah. Even by the time you get home, they get kind of gross. They close with, I don't believe in secret keeping. Oh, don't you? Good for you. Are you a good secret keeper? Oh, God, yes. You I tell me like, something I'd never tell anybody else. I feel like you're no a great secret keeper. Yeah, I would never do that. <laughs> I'm a good secret keeper because I'm like... If you tell me to put it somewhere in my brain, I'll forget about it. Like, my sister will be like, remember how I told you? And I go, oh, I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, I totally forgot. Yeah. But other than that. Uh, so those are all the big uh, big tips for today. And by the way, milk is the best drink. When's the last time you had a glass of milk? Uh, I, oh, my uncle drinks milk all the time. And I, I, I'm like, what are, what are you, 12? Why would you drink milk? You're, you're a 63-year-old man. Who drinks milk? What we is give, your problem? We give go-go whole milk, and I'm always like, go-go, get a life. Yeah. But that's good for babies. I though. mean, you're supposed to, but I'm still like yeah. a little bit like, come on, grow yeah. up. Yeah. I like chocolate milk. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.